Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. The most powerful experience of being a human being is relationships. Relationships with many types of people. And usually two things can happen in understanding about relationship. The first thing could be maybe connecting with someone and growing or reconnecting with someone who we haven't uh, seen face to face for a while. And it usually tightens the bonds. Usually it's uh, because of past memories. There's great joy. And the relationship is give and take. Like they're there for one another and it's very life-giving. Another common experience would be maybe people who try to connect with us or reconnect who we haven't seen in a long time, and it's not a pleasant experience. The first thought is, how come I only hear from you when you need something? Why is it that when you're suffering and going through difficult times, that's the time you decide to come to me? And there really isn't much to build on because you only come in crisis. And the relationship isn't give and take. In today's scriptures, we know prayer can be defined as a way to develop a relationship with God. And we all have type of different experiences in different levels in our lives that come and go about prayer. But in my experience, and I think maybe in many other experiences, usually we are the best at communicating with God when we're suffering. I know in my life, when I'm not, things aren't going well, Jesus can't stop uh, hearing from me. Love to pray. And I see that quite often in the church or in our tabernacle area where people, you know, they're going through difficult time. And you know what? It's good they're there. But it's usually in the suffering. And something good can come from it because at some point in our lives, suffering might lead us to a deeper relationship with God. And sometimes, unfortunately, suffering doesn't help because once we got it all figured out, thank you, God. I got this now, I'm on my way to be in control of my life. So how are we supposed to develop a relationship, especially in dealing with suffering? Because we all suffer in different ways. And for me, the best example of trying to deal with suffering is St. Paul. A person that shows us real clearly what suffering is about and how he goes through that. St. Paul goes all across the different parts of the world to establish communities. But St. Paul experiences the joys and struggles much like any parish today, including St. Patrick, or any community called Christian. There's a lot of challenges, and so especially the last uh, number, many years, we in the church are experiencing things that can be hurtful or disappointing or real suffering. And St. Paul's experienced all of them. There are people who leave community, who decide they don't want to be part of a particular community, so their membership or their, their belonging has kind of lost. Apostasy is a word that means where people believe like they no longer believe in religious beliefs anymore. And they kind of just walk away and say, I'm not into this Jesus stuff or churchy stuff and I don't want to be back. Also is ghosting. Us old people call it fading away. huh? We don't hear from them anymore. But the big term is ghosting now that you don't hear from them. They say nothing. And when you try to contact them, there's nothing in return. And harsh criticism. 
about what's going on in the community. All those four things are experienced, not now, just today, but also in St. Paul's time. So we shouldn't be surprised what we and many other communities are going through. In 2 Timothy, the letter he writes from prison to his friend Timothy, in chapter 4, this is what he says about people who leave him because they love the world more. They're more worldly. And they feel that they're more, the world's wisdom has all much more to offer and makes them feel better. In chapter 4, he says, my friend Demas who loves the world so much, has left us, has left me. But there's also great harm. In chapter 4, he mentions how people have personally attacked him. And he said, Alexander the coppersmith did great harm to me personally. That's St. Paul. And in chapter 1, he says all of Asia, where he spent many years forming communities and friendship, he says they've all ghosted me. We don't, they're not returning my text anymore. What's up, uh, Asia? So the things that many communities, including us, are experiencing are the very same things that St. Paul experienced in his own ministry and life. So what example does he give in suffering? He talks a lot about it. He doesn't dwell on it. But he makes it, and he breaks open, but he, he also shares of what's going through. There are friendships with Luke and with Timothy and with others, including Priscilla and other in the community, where I'm sure that he shared deeply his thoughts and pain. And in fact, he's pretty honest that he's been hurt and is suffering greatly. But what he does is that he's not afraid to break it open and to share. He doesn't stuff it up and goes, well, we just gotta toughen it out. We gotta grind it on the way. He honors that and he breaks that open. The best image I can share with you about your life and mine when we suffer and what happens comes from the Japanese art of bowl mending called Kim Suji. Kim Zushi is dealing with tea bowls and other things that are broken and are in different pieces. And what they do is they use expensive liquid gold to put the pieces together. It doesn't fix the bowl, but out of that brokenness comes real beauty. And so the artisans, before they begin to put the bowl back together, they sit and honor the broken pieces. And they say, this is what's happened. This is why it's broken. And God puts that together for us. God not only wants to fix us, but to know that it is through suffering that we don't lose our beauty, that we don't lose God's presence in our lives. And so St. Paul then is willing then to sit with his suffering and honoring that. And even though the church has many problems in his days, he always gives thanks to God for the church and always prays for the church as well, even as people ghost him or cause him great harm or give him harsh criticism. And what a powerful example for us who might be struggling in these particular days about where we're going, what's happening. 
Why don't we hear from, or why we go sometimes and say, I think I've had enough of it. And that's why he's my example. In today's reading from Colossians, he reminds us that our baptism leads us to the cross, to what's called the Paschal Mystery. So it isn't just victory over sin and death. It isn't just good times and good living. And if anyone professes faith and goes to communion and says your daily prayers, then problems will never come to you. That's not what St. Paul says. Rather, he says our baptism leads us to the cross. And so what we're experiencing should not disappoint us. Does it hurt? Yeah. Do we feel lost and confused and not in control? Yes. Should we be happy about it? No. But St. Paul breaks that open and honors what is happening. And through Kim Suji, our lives can be brought together. Prayer is the way that he offers a relationship with God as God seeks to not only fix us, but to make us even more beautiful as we go through the cross and our suffering. So how do we pray? What's the best tool that we can use? Because everyone's at a different level. Some people, they pray really well. Others just do rope prayer and they think that's enough. Others just don't think they pray and yet they might without realizing it. And so a book that I have found that I would like to share with you that I think is the excellent book on how to pray for anyone. And it's entitled, It's Learning to Pray, A Guide for Everyone. This is from Father James Martin. I have that book. And I would recommend that. And I invite you to maybe consider purchasing that book or learning about it by looking it up and seeing what it's about. But it talks about that prayer is a way to relationship with God, but that there are many styles. The beauty, what I love about being a Catholic is this. There are so many devotions. There are so many richest forms of prayer, whether it's meditative, silence, public prayer, the rosary, you know, powerful devotions and novenas that happen. There are so many ways. Catholics, you have to try very hard not to pray. You have so many options. And that's the beauty of our richness of over 2,000 years. But I think this book will help you. And so in the email connection for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have that there so that you can look it up and buy it. It'll also be in the bulletin. Or you might find another prayer book that might be very helpful for you, but I would highly recommend it. It's got my A1A okie-dokie pastor's response, okay? Not, be not because he's Father James Martin, but because, wow, that mystery of breaking open. You know, what happens is that people see me after Mass, and this is what they say, can you explain why angels have wings? In two minutes while I'm eating my donuts and then I'm leaving. People want deep theological answers to their questions in two minutes. I can't do it. The cardinals are on. I gotta, gotta go. <laughs> but you know, that kind of question really deserves great attention and respect. And it's hard to do it just in two minutes. And that's why I think this guide might be helpful for you. And it might be helpful for other people. And you know, maybe you might want to grow because maybe you feel comfortable in rote prayer all the time, but... You might say that, well, my mind keeps wandering and you think it's a sin. No, it's not. But how to more effectively pray?
And maybe the different types of prayer that you might come across and say, wow, this is what it means to pray. So that'll be available for you. But I want you to know that in your suffering, don't worry that God feels like I only hear from you when you need something. That might be true, but it doesn't always have to be that way. That one suffering at this time in your life might be the thing that deepens your love of God. If you go back and say, thank you, God, I got this all covered now. I'm in control of my life. See you later. No, that's not growth. But maybe the suffering we're going through, through prayer, might help us to be more comforted and to be like St. Paul, break open and honor our brokenness and to know that God puts us back together through prayer relationship. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 